This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for ways for my son to get involved and give back in our local community. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, is also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast that's all about how to be as happy as we can be under the circumstances. This week, we'll talk about why you might make a list to make memories, and we'll talk to our friend, meditation expert Dan Harris of 10% Happier. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. Usually, I'm recording this in a studio in Midtown Manhattan, but right now I'm recording at my desk in my home office on the Upper East Side, and with me is my sister, Elizabeth Kraft. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A., and Gretch, I'm safer at home, so here I am in my office. Here we are. Now, Elizabeth, before we jump into this week's episode, we wanted to let everybody know, um, if they don't already know, that every weekday, Monday through Friday, we are having our Coping with COVID-19 conversations on Instagram Live. Yes, um, and it gives me a reason to wear lipstick every day, so I'm grateful (laughs) for it, Gretch. Yes, yes, every day, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, we get on there, we talk about tips and solutions and strategies. We have a virtual book group that we're doing. Um, Elizabeth, you you were the one behind the book, our next book choice. Yes, which is David Sedaris's Me Talk Pretty One Day. Yeah, yeah. It's not for the Happier Podcast Book Club, but it's for the Instagram Live Book Club. Um, and so anyway, it's a really great place to have a little bit of uh, conversation in the middle of the day. So please join us on Instagram Live. Oh, and you can also watch on desktop. You can watch live on desktop now. If you just go to Instagram and Gretchen Rubin and click on my profile in live, you can watch it live. You can't watch it once it's no longer live, but you can watch it live on desktop. And now, Elizabeth, our Try This at Home tip for this week is to make a list to make memories. 
Yeah, and this was inspired by our listener, Andrea. In our bonus episode about coping with COVID-19, we talked about why you might want to keep a journal during this historic time. And Andrea had a suggestion for sort of an alternate journal. She said, keeping a journal, I started three lists with the intention of adding to them throughout this time. One, buzzwords, examples, social distancing, flattening the curve, PPE, Two, things I'm grateful for, examples, that the weather is getting warmer, that we can still pick up meals from our favorite restaurants. Three, things I'm grieving, examples, our kids' school year, playing at the playground, spring sports, driving. I've been adding things to these lists as they come to mind. It helps me to process. Well, that is such a good idea, Gretchen. Yeah, because I think some people love to keep a journal, and for some people, it's tricky. And I have to say, I've kind of run out of steam on my (laughs) COVID-19 journal. And I think keeping a list like this, it's like you could just, just the minute that you see these words or these phrases, it brings back a flood of memories, but somehow it seems easier to just write down a few things. I also find it fun to keep lists. Somehow there's something kind of creative and satisfying about making a list. So I think that's a great way to tackle this sort of desire to memorialize something important. Well, you could also make a list as a family. I told Adam and Jack, I want us to do it together because it would be be kind of a fun little activity because people may be grateful for and grieving different things. Yes. So it's interesting just to check in with people and see what they're feeling. And of course, as soon as, like she said, the buzzwords, I think that's really interesting because that will definitely, just hearing those things will bring back so many memories. Like, and antibody test was one I was going to add to the list. And of course, the buzzwords also change as it goes on. Yes. Different things become important. So I just love this idea. Yeah. Yeah. And like you say, it's something that you could talk about with other people. So it can be a way to have a conversation. Um, One thing I will say is they need to be things that have meaning. Sometimes people make lists of things that I think are not that meaningful. Like somebody said, I'm going to take a picture of every store on Madison Avenue. And I was like, that seems like a lot of information that's too similar. Like pick one or two things that are full of information because You don't want to just have such a long list that it's meaningless. You want to have things that actually do bring back memories. But it's making me think, like, what would be some other lists that could be fun to make that would help bring back memories? Uh, Well, definitely lists of the clothing you wore. You know, which the yoga pants. (laughs) The one pair of yoga pants. You know, what T-shirt did you wear? Yeah. Um, Or the food you ate all the time. Yes. Like Eliza is eating so many parm crisps. It's like. Oh, we have those. How I never had had seen this before. And it's just like parm parm crisps will always bring me. It's funny, too, because Eleanor got diet peach Snapple of all things, Mm. which is something that I drank all the time in law school. So now it's going to remind me of the pandemic and of law school. Well, it's funny because, like, I'm drinking Fresca all the time. And normally oh. I rarely drink Fresca, but I'm craving it right now. Well, you know, that um, is the official drink of my adult book group. Oh, is it? It's yes, a great, it refreshing drink. <laughs> it um, is. One, another list, Gretchen, uh, things that sold out. Oh, that is funny because that's like cultural. We all will remember toilet paper, but things yeah. people might not remember is like yeast hair dye, puzzles are sold out, all sorts of exercise equipment, of course, hand sanitizer. 
Yeah. Loungewear. I know I've heard from uh, like laptops, printers, webcams, people can't get them. And again, that brings you back to the moment when you're like, oh, yeah, I remember what it was like when everybody was setting up a home office. Or you could do new activities like we're doing things we usually don't do. Like um, we all play Ticket to Ride, which is a board game. Highly recommend. Yes, I need to get that. Eliza and Eleanor are playing Animal Crossing all the time. Mm. We're going on family walks, which we have never done. So that also brings back memories. What are you doing? Well, one thing we're doing is playing Papa Shot. For everyone who mm. doesn't know what Papa Shot is, it's like an arcade game uh, with the two basketball hoops where you just throw baskets as fast as you can for points to get somebody. And a bunch of people have been getting these because it's a great way for the kids to get out energy. And I've taken to it. So we're having a lot of Papa Shot tournaments, which is something we've never done before. And Jack is playing a lot of basketball with Adam. So that also is something they normally don't do. And as we said, we're doing these Instagram Lives, which for me, like this is always going to take us back to this time because it's something that... It's an activity we do together that we never did before. And that'll definitely, Gretch, go on my things I'm grateful for list, Uh, too. Yeah. So there's probably a lot of overlap. Yeah. Well, let us know if you do try this at home and if you find that making a list is a way to make memories. It's kind of a quick, easy, creative approach to chronicling this time. It seems so intense now, but someday we'll be looking back on it from years in the future. So let us know what list you're making. Let us know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenMoobin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes for this episode. This is episode 272. So it's at happiercast.com slash 272 for everything related to this episode. Coming up, we've got a Zoom happiness hack, of course. But first, this break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. 
And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. Okay, Gretchen, it is time for this week's happiness hack. And it is a Zoom hack that you got from (laughs) Eliza and from a friend. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We're all thinking about Zoom. And I was just enchanted by two ideas. One, um, Eliza is doing all her classes on Zoom and uh, she's in one pretty big class. And there's one kid who just without saying anything about it, just nonchalantly shows up in full costume. (laughs) One day he's a baseball player. One day he's a firefighter. He just sits there in full (laughs) costume. I just thought that was hilarious. So then I was telling a friend of mine about it, and she's a professor at Harvard Business School, and she told me that at her she had a class, and she was having a guest speaker come in who was an executive at Disney, and without her knowing, when all her kids came into the class on Zoom, they were all either wearing a costume of their favorite Disney character, or they had changed their background to reflect their favorite Disney movie. So there was someone dressed as a minion. There was somebody who uh, looked like he was sitting in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon with like Han Solo and Chewie and Luke there. There was somebody whose background was the house being lifted up by balloons from up. There was some Frozen characters. And I just thought, this is so fun. It's like, you don't even have to say anything. And so uh, my friend was like, I dare you to show up to our book group in your, in your Snow White costume. I'm like, I'm 100% going to do that. Um, I just thought this was fun. A little so bit of levity. So fun. Yes. Yeah. So wear a costume to your next Zoom meeting, if appropriate. A little bit of whimsy. Never hurt anybody, especially these days. Love it. And now it's time for an interview with Dan Harris. Dan is the co-anchor of the Weekend Edition of Good Morning America on ABC. He's also a New York Times bestselling author of books like 10% Happier and Meditation for Fidgety Skeptics, a title that I love. He's host of the terrific 10% Happier podcast and the founder of the meditation app, 10% Happier. Yeah, we've talked to Dan before, way back in episode 19, but we wanted to have him back on because so many people are meditating, returning to meditation, or taking up meditation for the first time as part of their response to the pandemic. So welcome, Dan. Hi, Dan. Hi. How you doing, guys? Good. So, Dan, through the magic of technology, uh, we can actually see you. We Usually when we record, we can't see each other or our guests, but we can see you. And you're in a very interesting place to record. Why don't you tell our listeners where you're recording from? <laughs> I'm recording from my wife's closet. It's the best place in the apartment uh, the, acoustically. Uh, and as you can see, I've got a leopard print handbag right here. I've got uh, some dresses, some fancy footwear. It's uh, it's all yeah. good. Yeah, you're very on trend with yes. your studio. <laughs> That's the way people have long described me is on trend. You know. Well, you are on trend with meditation right now. We were just talking about how it seems like everyone is meditating during this time. And I think the obvious question to start with is how does meditation help in a time like this? You know, there are many many ways. Um, Let me just pick one. 
and we can go further if you want, but I'll pick one, which is anxiety. And what is anxiety if not, you know, worrying about the future? We're not well wired for uncertainty. Mm. And I know I notice for myself that I'm constantly, not constantly, but frequently in this loop of trying to predict how are things going to go and what are the consequences for me and my family and the people I love. And I'm, as soon as I project forward, I end up in this wall of fog. I, we have no idea what's going right. to happen. And, and then I just loop back to that Sisyphean mental task and... That is stress and that is anxiety provoking. And what meditation can do is give you a different relationship to these kinds of mental habits so that they're not owning you as much, so that you can change the channel internally and uh, focus where your energies are better spent. And so even if you do it, let's say, 10 minutes in the morning, it helps like at 4 p.m. It sort of helps you throughout the day. In my experience, yes, but look, it's not magic. I mean, right. uh, there's a reason why my whole uh, my whole shtick is ten percent, right? Yeah. So I, I, it's a skill, just like playing the violin or or any other skill, and you get better over time. Mm. And so the ten percent compounds annually. It is my mm. subsequent knock on math joke, uh, with a bit of a f- financial uh, taste to it. Um, and and yes, yeah, so uh, you know, th- being in the habit of doing one, five, ten minutes a day or daily ish of this practice, where you sit, usually the traditional. The, the traditional instruction at the beginning is watch your breath, notice the feeling of your breath coming in and going out, and then every time you get distracted, you start again and again and again. Well, it's in that moment of distraction, which most people assume is the moment they've failed at meditation, but that's actually proof that you, the, the fact that you've noticed you've become mm. distracted is proof you're meditating correctly. Mm. And this moment of note of waking up is incredibly powerful because you are seeing how crazy you are. And the seeing of your craziness is what that visibility allows you to to not be so owned by it so that you meditate in the morning, four o'clock in the afternoon, you might notice, oh, I have this urge to say something that is going to ruin the next 48 hours of my marriage. (laughs) And you might be able to watch that thought come and go. Oh, that's fascinating. I have to interject one thing, which is um, I am one of these people. And Dan, you are the one who assured me that this is not uncommon. So I'm not alone in this response that anytime I start to think about my breath, I start to feel very suffocated and choking and like I I forget how to breathe like this has ever (laughs) happened to me before, which I find at this time when people say, oh, are you having difficulty breathing? The minute I start thinking about my breath, I start having difficulty breathing. And so one 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 thing I've heard for people like me is to think of, you don't have to think about your breath. Like you said to me, think about your feet on the ground or think about the air on your cheek or something. It, that That's just a useful, familiar thing, but there's nothing essential about that if you find that that's kind of getting in your way, just the breath aspect of it. Yeah, well, let me reassure you that that's not abnormal. Um, you're not crazy. You may be crazy, but this isn't the reason you're crazy. Uh, I I hear this quite a bit, and right now it's particularly triggering because COVID nineteen yeah. has a pulmonary yeah. has pulmonary consequences. So, yeah, if you if you don't want to watch your breath, if you don't want to 
feel your breath as the object of meditation. There are many others. And there's nothing special about the breath. Meditation, as I practice and understand it, really is about focusing on one thing at a time. It can be your breath. It can be the feeling of your whole body sitting. It can be the feeling of your feet. It can be the feeling of your hands touching. I'm going to also invoke another Later, I'm going to bring in another kind of meditation that's going to be my triad at home, okay. uh, which is in, a, in an entirely different category, uh, which is actually what I w- would recommend for you, Gretchen. Mm. We've talked about it before. Yes, because I am a person who's... Who does not does not meditation is not a useful tool for me. Yeah, you're you're what I would call a tough case. Well, you tried. So, uh, you, I, I love Dan that you you are persistent. If any, but you're the only one that's gotten me to try more than once. But um, yeah, so I'll I'll try anything you you throw out. So just 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 to round that out, you know, you you can pick any number of objects of focus, right. and the goal is to commit to it in a in a non uptight way for two, five, ten minutes, whatever, and then every time you get distracted, start again and again and again. Because the magic isn't in what you've chosen mm. as your object of meditation. The magic is in that you start to, you get this fam- increased familiarization with your inner cacophony. And the consequence of that is that the cacophony has less purchase over your actions. Mm. And Dan, what about kids? Because obviously we all have our kids at home and they're dealing with their own stress and anxiety how old do you think um, they need to be to try? Is this something you would recommend people do as a family? Um, what's your take on that? Uh, yes to all the the yes or no questions in there. And <laughs> in, ter- in terms <laughs> in terms of the specific uh, question of how young, I, you know, I've seen evidence, you know, in studies, research studies that you that you can successfully teach preschoolers. Now, I have a preschooler mm-hmm. in the house. Um, who is around an awful lot of meditation (laughs) because daddy's like leading live guided meditations from the living room these days. And he has not expressed much interest. He did once recently ask me to teach him how to meditate. Ah. And I I did. And I thought it was an abject failure, but I heard him telling somebody later that he liked it. Ah. So, uh, So I have a nuanced answer here, which is, I th- it is great for kids, and there's a lot of evidence that shows this. And kids, you know, especially older kids, you know, uh, are super anxious. We were at record levels of anxiety and depression, uh, um, suicidality, um, uh, unfortunately, among young people before the pandemic. Right. And now we're putting people in this real pressure cooker. And there's a lot of evidence that meditation is good for all of these things. Again, not a silver bullet, but I, I find, I found from what I've seen personally and also in from the scientific literature that there's there are benefits here and in terms of doing it as a family i think it's a great idea but i wouldn't push too mm. hard no, now i my policy with gretchen is very strict i push her really hard <laughs> because we're allowed to bully yes. each other because we're yes. friends but with your family it's a loaded proposition uh. and so i would be very i am very ginger in how i proceed with my family vis-a-vis meditation mm. Well, I know you've talked about with your wife. She, I think she did come to it eventually, but you really... Blew it? No, you really tried to <laughs> hold back. I mean... Well, no, but because I blew it initially. It was when I, when I first started meditating 11 years ago, I had the zeal of the mm. convert, and I was extraordinarily annoying. Oh, I don't remember that part. Yeah, so she really, uh, she didn't like that <laughs> approach. And so that didn't go well. And as a consequence, for years, she really just shied away from it, and, and really because of me. Mm. And then she started to come to it on her own for a variety of reasons, and occasionally she'll hold up the 10% Happier app and, and show me her mm. stats. 
congrats. <laughs> she's been doing it a lot lately. And I'm proud of her, but I, I basically say, great job, honey, mm. and then shut my mouth. Because I know that anything mm-hmm. I say after that puts me in dangerous territory. Because you don't want to be pushing, and especially with kids, you know, like with my son, I don't want to be pushing this on him. I don't want to ruin this thing for him because daddy's, you know, evangelizing around the house. So it's a tricky balance. Well, it's funny that you say this, Jam, because I know you're an upholder because you took the quiz and you're an upholder <laughs> like me. Mm-hmm. And my COVID-19 mm-hmm. mantra is put down the clipboard mm. because I was marching around. When are you going to exercise? When are you going outside? When are you doing chores? What's your homework situation? And I finally realized, put down the clipboard. And one of the things my husband wanted to do was for us to do family meditation. And I was realizing, even though I personally do not find it very helpful mm. to meditate, I was like, we have to do this. And I was starting to badger everybody into doing it. And finally, I was like, okay, put down the clipboard. You're not going to, this is not good for the family atmosphere. Um, but it's hard because I think mm-hmm. sometimes upholders, we do get like very swept mm-hmm. up in our excitement about all the good things that will come from doing something. And, but we can push so hard. At least I know that I've pushed so hard again, that I, that it makes people want to push back. Here's my question for you, Gretchen, and maybe we can explore this because I know you're coming on my podcast, but um, have you been able to put down the clipboard for yourself? But see, I don't want to put down the clipboard for myself. Do you want to put down the clipboard for yourself? A little bit, oh. yeah, because I'm just getting in my head around productivity and, and you know, am I doing enough? And, you know, I, I feel like there's this this very common theme co- coursing through the minds of people these mm-hmm. days on lockdown. You know, how, how's my Instagram game? Am I baking bread as well as my neighbor? <laughs> am I doing my Peloton? Am I, uh-huh. have, I, have I started that? Have I turned my side hustle into a venture-backed <laughs> business? And, and I, I notice that I'm, I'm falling into that, and I want to put down the clipboard a little bit and take it a little bit easy on myself without going soft. Okay, well, my advice to you is don't put down the clipboard. Put that on the clipboard. Put it. Put on two hours of reading a novel on the sofa or taking off the afternoon or not checking someone else's statistics or making a list of everything that are your priorities but don't not getting distracted by what other people are doing. Because for upholders, I think... It's, it's better to make the aim an aim, relaxing as an aim, mm. taking it easy as an aim, rather than trying to just remove ignore it. it. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, because at least for me, that's what I would say works for me. I have to just like put it on the calendar. That's so true. That's so good. <laughs> that's really good. Because I am, I, I find that there's this thing I've wanted to write for the last couple of weeks, and I, I keep getting sucked into other people's priorities, and yeah. meetings show up on my calendar that I then do, and then I'm mad at everybody in the meeting because I should be doing this other thing. By the end of the day, I'm, you know, I've got Zoom hangover, and yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done. I can't cook. I can't work. So then I relax a little bit, but I still haven't done the thing I want to do. So, yeah, there's a lot in there that is really good. It's also reassuring to hear just that even with meditation, you're still <laughs> dealing with these things. Yeah. I mean, as you said, it's not a cure-all, but it's just a way to cope yeah. during COVID-19 and all the time. Girlfriend, let me tell you, it's 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 hard out here, yeah. you know? I mean, there's no—you know, and look, I say that as somebody who's in the point oh 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 one percent of luckiest members of Homo sapiens to ever tread this earth, and—, and you know, with somebody who's, you know, in the news business and very, you know, keenly aware of the massive amount of suffering, disproportionate suffering that's happening in, in communities, yeah. in vulnerable communities. And and it is still hard for me. And I'm, I've am i got means and I've got a meditation practice. And so, 
the, the the hard truths of impermanence and entropy do not evaporate just because we've got iPhones and a meditation practice. Now, Dan, well, speaking of iPhones, before we get to your Try This at Home, which you foreshadowed so nicely, I know you're doing a daily free meditation exercises. Tell everybody a little bit about that and then give us your Try This at Home. Yeah, thanks. Every day at 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific, we're doing live guided meditations on YouTube. If you go to YouTube and just search for 10% Happier, you can find it. Um, And we bring on a great meditation teacher, and we do five minutes of meditation. It's, It's... it's a welcoming place, even if it's the first time you've ever meditated, mm, or if you're a meditative pro, meditation pro, and 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 then we take questions, so you can ask questions of this oh. meditation teacher directly, and it's really meant to be sort of a midday sanity break, and uh, <laughs> we know that people are. You know, I can see it, you know, in the downloads on our app or the downloads of my podcast, people are the interest in meditation and just wellness generally. And I'm sure you're seeing it, guys, too, is really going through the roof. And so we're just trying to provide a free resource for people who want to do this without having to spend money. So that's a great thing for people who are maybe want to start or need to get back into it. This would be like a great place to join a community and get some structure and so that's a that's a great that's a great thing to know about yeah unless unless you're Gretchen Rubin and you hate meditation (laughs) (laughs) well stipulate um so what's your try this at home okay so this is a different form of meditation uh it's and this is the kind that I'm kind of thinking might be good Mm. for you Gretchen but but not in a way that I'm I'm going to expect you to report back in two weeks with your data on this. It's just if you don't want to do it, that's totally cool, too. But here's what I would recommend people try at home. I, I think the best kind of meditation to be doing right now is is a – it goes by the a, a supremely treacly saccharine name of loving-kindness meditation. Mm-hmm. And when I first heard about this, I wanted to – throw myself, uh, you know, uh, against the wall head first. And it was just... Because you are a fidgety skeptic, as you, you know, described yourself. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, I'm a guy who, you know, I was a sensitive kid, but then you end up in the sort of meat grinder of junior high and high school masculinity and and haven't done a lot of sort of, you know, touching, putting my hand on my heart as a grown man. And and actually, I think that's that's not healthy. And so this practice is going to sound really annoying, but let me, I'll justify it. It, You close your eyes, sit in a comfortable place and you bring to mind, usually uh, you start with yourself and then you move to a a really close friend, somebody who's really easy. Then you move to a really a, a benefactor, like a mentor. And then you move to a neutral person, somebody who you often overlook, which is a particularly potent thing mm. right now because the people we've often overlooked are the ones who are saving mm-hmm. our lives by delivering yes. us food and manning the cashiers. and Postal workers. Yes, yes, postal workers. And then you f- end with a difficult person and all people. And With each of these categories, you envision your target and you repeat, and this is where it gets annoying, four treacly phrases. May you be happy, may you be safe, may you be healthy, may you live with ease. The science around this practice is remarkable. The physiological and psychological and even behavioral Mm. benefits of this practice are really compelling. And what it tells us is that compassion or you might say kindness, or you might say friendliness, or you might even use the most loaded word of all, which is love, 
is a skill and not a factory setting that you can't tinker mm. with. And the evidence, and you know this, Gretchen, from all mm. of your work in this area, the evidence behind people who have good social connections and good relationships, those are the happiest yes. people. And this is a way to boost the underlying skill needed in all of that. And I think right now, this cliche of love is what is going to save us individually and collectively. So I say try this at home. Oh, that's a beautiful try this at home. I'm going to try that, Dan. Yes. Wonderful. Dan, well, thank you so much for joining us from your wife's closet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, thanks so much. It's always so fun to talk to you. Right back at you guys. Bye, Dan. Bye. Coming up, we've got a big gold star. But first, this break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Gretchen, when I started my career, therapy really helped me work through all of my stresses so that I was able to concentrate at work and do a good job. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Gretchen Rubin today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, slash Gretchen Rubin. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. They can dress themselves. They can clean up after themselves, allegedly. Other things don't, like having conversations about money. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money unless they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on their kids' spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. Yeah, Jack has Greenlight. And one thing I love is that it includes a chores feature where you can set up one-time or recurring chores and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. Gretchen, we used to mow the lawn. How much more motivated would we have been if we'd had funds deposited when we completed the hut chore? Mm-hmm. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash happier. That's greenlight.com slash happier to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash happier. Okay, Elizabeth, it's time where we would usually talk about demerits and gold stars, but today we're just going to talk about a gold star. Yeah, Gretch, for my gold star today, we're talking about my friend Suzanne, who, of course, you know, Suzanne McClarney-Teven. She was one of my uh, best friends growing up, one of my favorite people. Uh, She died recently um, after battling a long illness. Um, She died last week. And she really was just all good things. I mean, just one of those people who didn't have a mean bone in her body. And she was um, such a force of nature as well. 
I remember back when you guys were just two little kids running around together. Yes. My lasting image of her will be um, as she drove away in her red Jeep because she had this amazing red Jeep. But anyway, I wanted to give her a gold star that um, happened decades ago. But just to tell you about Suzanne, this sort of illustrates her. Mom and dad were out of town. And lucky kid that I was, mom would always type my papers. This is back when we typed papers. I would write a paper longhand and then mom would type it. But mom was out of town and I had a paper due and I was panicking because I was late with the paper and it needed to be typed. And Suzanne came over to our house and she sat up all night with me as I hand wrote a paper. I would give her a page and she would type it. And I think it was 15 or 17 pages. And oh um, she did this cheerfully, no complaints, just like, yeah, of course I'll come over and stay up all night and type your paper. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? Um, and so I wanted to give her a gold star for that huge favor that she did me. And, um, of course, just for being her. So that's it. Just, uh, you know, we're going to miss her. There are so many wonderful things that we will remember about Suzanne. Yeah. Sending love to her family. Yeah. To her family in Kansas City. And that's it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Make lists to make memories. Let us know if you tried it and if it worked for you. Thanks to our terrific guest, Dan Harris. You can check out his meditation app, 10% Happier, or read his book, 10% Happier. Thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Twitter, at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Elizabeth Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And if you like the show, as always, it's a huge help to us if you tell a friend, subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. Mother's Day is coming up. If you are thinking about Mother's Day gifts, the Happiness Project One Sentence Journal for Mothers makes a great gift for mothers, for new mothers, or for any mother who's trying to hold on to memories in a concrete, manageable way. It's fun and it's easy. It's available wherever you want to buy books, or you can go to GretchenRubin.com slash shop. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us Onward and Upward. Gretchen, Suzanne's house was where um, we really got into going, sneaking out in the middle of the night and teeping. Because she had an, her, her side door was easy to access. I forgot about teepeeing. Boy, now you'd love to get teepeed, right? Yeah. (laughs) Gather all that up? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) From the Onward Project. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth... I'm talking deep. 
Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.